Hello, and welcome back to the Nourish with Purpose podcast. I am so glad you are joining me today, and I'm pretty sure that is how I start every single episode. I'll need to switch it up, but regardless, I'm so glad you're here and listening to this episode. I have on my friend Lyndon, and we talk honestly about almost everything under the sun when it comes to your health and taking care of your body. We talk from trauma to becoming passionate about your health again, how you can honor your temple. Then we get into herbal remedies and adaptogens, as well as EMFs and microplastics. So like I said, we really get into it all. And I know for a fact you're going to love this episode. There's so much value. And as I was listening back to it, I was just in awe again of everything we were able to cover. And I'm just really excited for you to continue listening As for a catch-up this week, I've been working, November is a new month, and so I've been spending a lot more time drafting emails and reaching out to clients that are starting this month and doing all of that back-end stuff that is not glamorized, but it's what you gotta do, and it's another piece of a job that I'm grateful for and love. This last weekend, we had a wedding on Saturday, and then one of my college friends actually got engaged on Sunday, so then we had an engagement party for her, and it is just so incredible to see your friends getting engaged to people they've been with and love so dearly, and that's just such a special moment. It's kind of crazy. I think for me, I kind of forget sometimes that I'm married. Like not that I forget that I'm married, but I forget that I'm at the age where I can get married. And I did, you know, at 22, I got married and now already over two years later, got friends that are catching up. And it's, it's fun that now I'm in this season of getting to celebrate other people have those monumental moments and, being a part of their special occasions is just something I'm really grateful for as I enter into this next season of life. Nathan and I were actually counting how many weddings we've got next year, and I think we'll have five weddings to either attend or be in next year, which of course we're so grateful for that, but it's crazy that that's just the age we're at. It's like, man, everybody's getting married and then everybody's going to have kids and kind of bizarre, but that's that's the age. That's the age we're at. So let's get into the segment of how I'm nourishing my mind, body, and spirit. How I'm nourishing my mind. This is the first morning, and you guys are probably so sick of hearing about this, but I've actually got up early. I told Nathan, we've got to get better about it. So we were up by about 6 a.m. It was so nice to start my morning slow And today was a running day because I'm now easing up on running because I have that half marathon on Sunday. So wish me luck. Send me prayers. Well wishes. But I got up. I stretched. I journaled. Did my Bible study. And then I had breakfast. And then I started working for a couple hours before I went out and ran. And I didn't feel like I was just like jumping out of bed with the rat race that is life. But I, sh- I shouldn't even say that because I do take time for my morning routine and I don't often jump out of bed and am stressed. But what I do is I jump out of bed 
later than I would like and then I kind of feel like I'm behind for the rest of the day. So it was good to just feel like I had today under control when I woke up. How I am nourishing my body is I've been trying new recipes and you're going to start seeing these videos on Instagram, but I made an caramel apple bark with date caramel instead of like traditional caramel. I also tried an apple core soda and tonight or some night this week, we're going to make lasagna soup, which is something I had seen someone post about and I'm like, I need to make that recipe. So I'm excited to be eating good foods and experimenting in the kitchen. That is something that just brings me so much joy. How I'm nourishing my spirit. I really feel like this is just by prioritizing that quiet time in the morning and taking 10 minutes to stretch and journal and do my Bible study. I notice on days when I don't do that, obviously I'm going to feel worse and I do, but I think so often we lack spending time just with ourselves and in silence. And so when it's dark outside still, getting a good stretch in, taking things nice and slow, being cozy in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, it just feels so good and I know the rest of my day I'm going to have a lot of inputs right social media emails whatever the case and so to have that that 10 to 15 minutes in the morning or 5 to 10 minutes is just pretty sweet with that I have a longer episode for you today so I'm just going to get into to the bulk of the episode but if you haven't yet I would ask that you would leave a five-star rating and or review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It, again, just helps out the show so much, and I love to hear and get feedback from what you are liking from these episodes and what you'd like to see more of. If you do leave a rating or review and want to be entered into the Wellness Bundle giveaway, just be sure to send that over to me on Instagram or Facebook at Bailey Seaton. That is also where you can follow along with my life and just see what's going on. Um, if you do also post about listening to the podcast on your Instagram or Facebook stories, you can also get additional entries into that giveaway. So lots of ways to get entered. And again, I'm drawing at the end of the year. So with that, let's get into the podcast today with Lyndon. <laughs> today with my dear friend Lyndon. I always think to know Lyndon is to love Lyndon. She Aww. is so knowledgeable and I'm so excited about the conversation we're about to have today. Um, just about health but so much more than that because it can get so much deeper than just your health but also you know what you're taking when it comes to supplements and also your relationship with yourself and the mind body spirit connection that we really about so often and I know Lyndon has a podcast my testimony is that correct? yeah the testimony the yes testimony. we love her and it's so valuable as well and she's very big on the mind body spirit mm-hmm. right and so yeah. go give that a listen if you haven't but we're gonna dive into our conversation today so Lyndon welcome to the podcast I'm so glad hey. that we can have this conversation today oh my gosh I am so excited it's gonna be a blast you guys I love Bailey we recorded a podcast months ago. I don't even remember when that was, but it was so much fun. And we met for the first time and then we talked for like an hour and a half afterward because we were like, oh my gosh, we were meant to be together. Yes. 
It was so fun. I know, and that's why I'm like, I need to record with Lyndon because the first time we met, we talked for like three hours. Mm-hmm. And we just deep dove Literally. Everything. I'm like, if people could listen to this, they would gain so much. I know, and it all the best conversation happens offline, I swear. But yeah, and then here you are just rolling with the podcast and it's amazing and everything you do is amazing so I'm just excited to be here yeah you're so kind mm-hmm. well Lyndon share more about you know who you are what you're up to right now yeah yeah so I had been doing photography for about 10 years and then I got really sick in 2019 and my health just really went south I was struggling with a lot of different symptoms a lot of weird symptoms and chronic fatigue was a big one. Acne was a big one. But there was a bunch mixed up in there. I had just moved out of my parents' house and, you know, a lot of trauma had come with just leaving. And so I think a lot of that sickness came from getting to a point where my body was no longer in fight or flight. And so everything just caught up to me and my body was finally able to just relax. And with that came a lot of debilitating symptoms. And so as the years progressed and the chronic fatigue wasn't really leaving, I just was to a point where I was like, man, I need to do something. I need help. I need someone to help me figure out what these symptoms are. And so I went to the doctor, you know, like most people do, and I got my blood test done and she was just saying, you know, it looks like your hormones are bottomed out. You got none. I'm really surprised for a 20-year-old that they're this low. And your liver enzymes are up, but she was like, ultimately, you know, we'll just put you on a liver cleanse and then get you on some bioidentical hormones and call it good. And I was just thinking, man, I am so young. I don't understand why I need to be on hormones right now. They should be great. And so all of that led to to another and I just started diving into research on how to read blood work and trying to figure out any other remedies for fixing my health essentially and that led into where I am now of just being so passionate about health and so in love with taking care of my body you know coming from an eating disorder background and just all that comes with that and then obviously having trauma as well connecting the mind piece and I did a lot of therapy as well just in those um, last couple of years alongside really changing my diet changing how I talk to myself changing how I handled everything around my health and so um, yeah that that's really just led me to this place of wanting to help other people reconnect their mind body and spirit and I think one of the biggest things for me that was huge was getting back into my body again. And that sounds kind of silly when I say it, but what I mean is for so long I was so disconnected, so disassociated, whether it was mentally because of trauma or physically because I was managing, coping with that trauma in an eating disorder and trying to stay disconnected, start, you know, not listening to my body when I would have hunger cues or not listening to my body when it was so exhausted, you know, just constantly treating my body like it was a machine and just disconnecting. And so I really just want to help people get back into their bodies, even when it's scary and teach them really how to take care of and be passionate about their health again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and you've been on such a, a journey, and I think so many people can relate to that, too, of, like, when you finally stop, and you are forced to, like, maybe sit with yourself, or not just, like, treat your body like a machine, mm-hmm. like you had said, you realize, oh, maybe, like, 
I do struggle with an eating disorder or I, you know, like you can get into that mode where it's just like, I wake up, I do this, I do this, I do this. And your day becomes so repetitive. Mm -hmm. And then when finally like it's stripped from you and you have to like actually figure out what's going on. Yeah. That is such an uphill battle that Mm -hmm. you get to that point. You're like, okay, I need to do something, but I don't even know what it is. I just know I can't keep living like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly a very scary place to get to Mm -hmm. at least it was for me because I started seeing oh my goodness if I start facing these things and I stop disconnecting then I have to feel the things that I'm running from Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of courage to do that but I think you have to get to a place where you're so fed up with how things have been and how things are going and the state of your health and what it will be if you continue in that and getting to a place where you're like you know what, I will endure the pain of healing to experience a more fruitful, more abundant life. You know what I mean? And I always say this because it's a quote that's literally marked me, but Augustine said that how can you be close to God when you're far from your own self? And ever since I read that quote, I just was thinking about, you know, when it came to my relationship with the Lord and what that looked like. And and it was so skin deep because I kind of drew a line of like, God, you can come this close, Mm -hmm. but you can't come closer because that means that I have to take a really reflective look at myself and I'm not ready to do that. That means I have to be honest about things that I don't want to be honest about. That means I have to be willing to face my fears and I just don't think I can do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though it was so scary, like on the other side of that fear was so much freedom and when the Lord started just so sweetly allowing me to go into those places, leaning into them. In a lot of ways, I didn't really get a chance to. Like, Mm -hmm. It just started bubbling up and coming out. But that was kind of his grace because I think he knew that I wouldn't have had it it not gone the way it did. Mm -hmm. But once he started leaning into that with me, I know God now in a way that I never would have ever in my life before because he was in it with me in the darkest of dark moments of my health when I literally couldn't get out of bed for days or when I was so depressed or when I was so anxious or when I was so just overwhelmed you know and just really getting to know God in that place and then letting him teach me about health there because really like my passion for health came out of how the Lord taught me to take care of my body because he started revealing, you know, I've said that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Literally, the fullness of God lives in us. Mm -hmm. Like to put that kind of in terms that we can comprehend, not that this is even comparable, but let's say Beyonce says, hey, I'm coming to your house and I'm going to live with you from here on out. You would start becoming very self-conscious about your house. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I would literally wipe the walls down. I would clean in ways I've never cleaned in my life. I would stock it. I would say, get people in here and make this place look good. I would just completely overhaul it. Mm -hmm. Because Beyonce's coming to live with my house, you know? And I think when it came to me realizing that God saying that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit... That meant that every single way I spoke to myself, every way I ate, every way that I treated, you know, my body or had others treat my body, it was all getting reoriented to say, is this worthy of 
you know, the temple that I have? Like, is this food something that's going to like support and help my body? Is it, is it a worthy offering, you know, or is it not? Because ultimately like my body is to glorify God. It's not even my own. That's what scripture tells us, you know? And so we serve God in our bodies. And so I, I remember telling a guy who was trying to help me with my health at the time, he was talking to me about grass fed and getting pasture raised things. And I was like, that is so expensive. No way. I, I can't afford that. And he was like, what are the things that you're spending your money on now that you could use to put towards that? Why, why is it that you can say so easily that you won't spend your money here, but you will over here in a thing that's not even good for your body? Like you're making a sacrifice in a sense, like you're giving an offering to God by the way that you treat your body and it's worship. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, obviously we're not worshiping our bodies, but just that idea of God cares Mm -hmm. if, if we're the temple that he's living in. That means he puts a high, high price on the bodies that we have. He created them. He knitted us in our womb, in the in our womb, in the womb. And so he must really care about every single way we interact with, speak to, treat our bodies. Um, and so anyway, I'm getting on a huge tangent. But all that to say, like that retaught me how to treat my body. And it put me in the place of I'm not going to tell myself I'm ugly anymore. I'm not going to tell myself I'm fat anymore or be mean to myself because why? You know, I don't get a gold star for that. If anything, I'm just telling God like his house is really ugly and I don't think that he wants to hear that, you know, because he thinks it's beautiful. So anyway, I, I just am really passionate about that topic. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And you realize too, like, I feel like you hear all the time, like, well, eating that way is so expensive or, Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about having a holistic, you know, house or holistic lifestyle, right? Like, well, supplements are expensive or buying high quality foods expensive. But when you realize like you doing that is honoring your body, Mm -hmm. it becomes kind of a flippy switch of like, I don't spend all my money on medications. I don't spend all my money on having the nicest, shiniest things. Like my husband, I always joke, like if you looked at us, we look like we don't spend money. Yeah. We don't (laughs) buy new clothes. Like, yeah it's not really a value for Mm -hmm. us because we would rather honor our body in how we eat or value exercise, you know? And so it's, it's those things where it's like, I'm doing it to honor my body. Mm -hmm. Right. And like you said, the temple that the Lord's created, like, and that it's not just as far as food too, but like you had said, the mindset piece or just allowing him into your life to move. Right. And that doesn't even have to be expensive. That's Mm -hmm. a piece of health that is free. Yeah. Right. So what would you say was your first step on this journey? Because I know you have had, you know, a lot of different health issues maybe pop up Mm -hmm. working on all of that. But what would you say was the first thing that you did on your journey? Yeah, looking back, I didn't even really know it was the first thing I was doing. But I started going, she wasn't a therapist. She actually wasn't even a certified counselor. She was just a woman that was filled with the Holy Spirit and we would go and we would dive into trauma and I would say that was the first thing I did on my true genuine health journey was go to her and work through trauma for over a year and actually a lot of my symptoms resolved after I was working with her and I felt so joyful, I felt so light it was crazy just the transformation and a lot of people don't even talk about that 
you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, I changed my diet first or I did this first. I started walking, you know, whatever. But they don't think about, no, trauma manifests in the body. Your issues get stuck in your tissues, you know, and it's really important to deal with that piece because if you don't, it will always stay there Mm -hmm. until you let it out, until it gets out somehow, whether it's in symptoms, whether it's in rage, whether it's in abuse, whether it's in coping, whether it's healthy, you know, it'll get out. And so, yeah, that was definitely the first and one of the biggest pieces for me. And that's a vul- very vulnerable place to be into. And I think a lot of people don't want to do that work because it requires them to like strip everything away and they have to be their raw, real self. And I mm-hmm. say now being on the other side of like with vulnerability comes connection, yeah. right? When you put yourself in those positions to be vulnerable, like you realize like there are people that want to support you and are there for you. Who or what would you say for somebody that's somebody that is maybe looking to find that person they can talk to like where are some good places that people can look if they don't feel like they have that person right now yeah yeah and that's really tough because I talked to a lot of counselors and almost gave up on counselors because I was like y'all are just waiting for the time to tick and be done with and then I'm out not everybody was like that but I had a lot of experiences like that so I almost gave up on it but I would say maybe reach out to some of your friends and see if they have counselors who are really good. Sometimes you might just be blessed with a friend who's a really good listener. That would be an option. Um, If you are plugged into a church, see if there's anybody. There has to be. I feel like at every church there is someone who is just in love with working through the deep things. Mm -hmm. So definitely get plugged in with a church. But I feel like there are just so many resources out there now that you can really find a lot of people that are willing to help. Um, So yeah, I would start looking around truly at the community that you have now and seeing if your friends know someone or if their friends know someone or if someone at your church would work. Yeah, and I feel like somebody maybe with that religious background would be helpful too because you talked about, like we talked about that spirit piece Mm -hmm. and how you getting really intimate with God was a huge step for Mm -hmm. you as well. Um, Can you walk me through that piece too? Because Mm -hmm. you are so just, you embody so many good characteristics and you can tell that the Holy Spirit lives through you. Like you just are are a gem. And so how would you say we could start building that connection? If we feel disconnected from God and we're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm struggling with my health. Like I need you. Mm -hmm. I need your help. I need your support. I need your guidance. How would you start kind of that piece of this as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, if yes, if you're a believer, I would say one, the Holy Spirit lives in you. So you have just as much of the Holy Spirit as anybody else. And I think realizing the passion that God has for you is huge because scripture tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So even when we feel disconnected and even when we feel like he's far off, he never is. And so even just starting to pray and talk to the Lord, starting to get in your word again and starting to see what truth is is in scripture about who God is and who he says he is because a lot of times our feelings get in and tell us who God is or other people in the world tell us who God is but we don't really know him for ourselves and so getting in scripture and seeing who God is and then if you can if you have a spirit-filled believer as a friend 
bring them in, ask them questions, ask them to disciple you. That would be a huge piece. But I would just say, honestly, if you can start engaging with the Lord through his word, through prayer, or even just listening to podcasts or just trying to lean in somewhere. And then something that was super transformative for me was I I journal every morning and I read my Bible every morning, but I remember starting to ask God questions and I didn't realize how I never listened to God. I just wanted God to listen to me. So once I started asking God questions and I started feeling, you know, words in my spirit and I started, you know, I never heard the clouds open and the audible voice of God Mm -hmm. speak to me, but I hear him speak to me all the time or like, you know, give me pictures in my mind or whatever it may be. And the voice of God is always in line with scripture and it's always empowering. It's never disempowering, Um, but it's always going to line up with truth. And so once I started asking God questions like, God, how do you see me? What do you think about me? What are your thoughts towards me? Um, This is a lie I've been believing. What do you say? And once I started writing these questions out and asking God, I started hearing responses and I just started forming this relationship with the Lord. And even in my health journey on the days where I was just fed up and I would just fall to the floor and start bawling my eyes out because I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I would literally just in my mind become aware of the presence of God and God knew I didn't have anything. God knew I didn't have some prayer to give or some spiritual thing to say. He just met me, you know, and um, I just felt surrounded by him. And I was just on the floor weeping with him. And like it was those moments or in the car when, you know, I'm going through trauma and I'm just feeling really angry because I was never allowed to feel angry as a kid. And I start yelling in the car and I'm getting it out. And then I start weeping and I feel the presence of God all over again. Mm-hmm. And it's like in those moments, that's when the the deep intimacy with God was formed, mm-hmm. where I, he showed up in places I never thought he would, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think, like, too, is like getting away from all the distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, I like a lot yes. of what you were saying. So like, good. I journal by myself, read my Bible in the morning by myself. Although, yes, community and Christ is wonderful, but, like, you also need to get away yes. from the distractions. That's get good. Get away from everything that's happening around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Jesus, he escaped yeah. all the busyness, all the healing he was doing, and spent time by himself yeah. and retreated. So good. Right? And it's like, I, when I started reading through Matthew, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, Jesus needed time by himself. You mm-hmm. know, like, we want to stimulate ourselves all day long. Listen to a podcast when you're on a walk. Yeah. Like we always need other voices that we yes. kind of stop listening for his voice. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, and I love how you said how what he tells you is backed by truth, mm-hmm. backed by scripture. Mm-hmm. That's how you can make the distinction between like the lies you're telling yourself mm-hmm. or maybe the voices of other people in your head versus what he is trying to tell you. Yes, that's so good. I'm so glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. it is true. We do have to get in the quiet. And again, sometimes the quiet's really hard because that's when you start thinking about things that maybe you don't want to think about. But again, just start having conversations with him. God, I feel anxious right now and I have no idea why. Holy Spirit, will you show me? He'll show you, you know, like the Holy Spirit is a counselor. He's our friend. It's so cool. Like we get the fullness of access to God all the time. He knows everything in and out. And if you ask, he'll speak. So, yeah, I really like that piece of just getting out of the distractions because I think that that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I know it's hard to sit with yourself too. Mm-hmm. I think we both agree within, cause I know, and we'll get into talking to you're an integrative health practitioner yeah. now, but that mindset piece, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the first thing I work on with clients. I would assume, you know, with you, like that is a value of yours too. Totally. Is that mindset piece. And even hearing mm-hmm. your story, you can kind of tell like, yeah, you've got to work on what's happening internally, mentally yeah. before we can move into that next step. Totally. Um, so I know you're an integrative health practitioner. What kind of led you? So you had your health journey and I want to keep talking about that too, but then to finally make this step to actually help other people Yeah. through what you were experiencing yourself. Yeah. I think because I didn't have maybe someone to break down what was going on for me in the way that I wish there was someone that could, I think that started it where I was just like, I hope that I can help someone else who has no idea and who feels so lost in their health journey to bring understanding and to bring even these basic things into light because I could only find bits and pieces of it. You know, I could find someone talking about hormones or I could find someone talking about mold or I could find pieces of it, but I could never find a well-rounded picture of it. And for me, it was all of the above. It was mind, body, and spirit. They all had a lot of fragments to them. And so I really had to kind of figure it out for myself in a lot of ways. Obviously, praise God for the Holy Spirit, but um, he was showing me so much through that season. And I think that I got to this place where I was texting people all the time, like with their health issues, for some reason, they would just kind of come to me and start talking to me about it, hoping that I would have an answer. And I would tell them what I learned. And Sam was like, you already have a practice going on. Like you text 10 people a day about their health journeys. And I was just like, yeah, I want to help people heal. And when that phrase came out of my mouth, I was like, wow, that hit something in my soul that I didn't even know was there. Like, I want to help people heal so badly because it just breaks my heart when I see people suffering or when I see them without answers. And it really breaks my heart when I see people disassociated and running from themselves. That's what really gets me. But I think I just realized that people just don't have the tools all of the time or it's way too expensive and they just can't afford it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of the solution, you know? So. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when you have that like feeling like internally, like, okay, yeah, you said those words. It's like, this is what I meant to do. You know, it's like finding people that are passionate about what they're doing too. Yeah. You know, and like, I can tell how passionate you are about all of this and and that is so valuable because when somebody is in such a negative space like they need a light to lead them through whatever it is you Mm -hmm. know maybe they've tried doctors they've gone to different clinics they've gone to therapy but nothing has worked to have that well-rounded person yeah like what you are you know it's like okay I can talk to Lyndon Mm -hmm. and she can help me not only with what I'm eating but how I manage stress Mm-hmm. or figuring out how much water I should be drinking or mm-hmm. how much sleep I need. Or, it's all of those pieces that play yeah. into it. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. I feel like for me, too, it was finding somebody that was well-rounded that could help me with all of it. Yes. I, I could find somebody to help me with exercise. I could find somebody that was a dietitian, right? Mm-hmm. They would help me in a hospital. But like, for somebody to sit down with you in an intimate setting that's not a hospital – 
you know, to find somebody that is still willing to help you and has answers that knows everything, you know, they're not just focused on one piece of your health, but on Mm -hmm. the full picture is so impactful. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I remember we love this book together, but Ancient Remedies, when I started reading that by Dr. Josh Axe and I started learning about Chinese medicine and all of those things, it was just like this light bulb went off in my head and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much because they connect everything. And that was the first place I really found it where I was like, oh my goodness, they understand. Like they talk about the emotions. They talk about different organ systems that emotions get lodged in. They talk about food. They talk about seasons changing. It is so holistic. Mm -hmm. And I just geeked out from there because I was so obsessed with yes they get it you know like it blew my mind that you know the emotions connected to the liver were anger resentment bitterness or going to I don't know like the kidneys the kidneys are fear um, doom daunting and so realizing those pieces of different organs that store different emotions and then realizing the health symptoms I had in the organ systems that were highlighting for me and then going through emotional release and then those issues that I was having would go away Mm -hmm. and I was like holy crap this is crazy you know oh my gosh I know because we think of that as like voodoo medicine Uh you know I remember I went to like a holistic PT one I don't know when I was in high school and they were having me do all these sir and then we call it like voodoo medicine like gosh read about it it's like no it's not like this is truly like the teachings the traditional Chinese medicine like that's how I really think we should approach mm-hmm. our health yeah and I that agree book was insane mm-hmm. when you recommended that to me and it was like I think a big piece I took to was the thyroid like mm-hmm. so many women yeah with hyper or hypothyroidism but the temperature foods you're eating the type of physical activity you're doing like that all plays into mm-hmm. your energy levels or how you're physically feeling yeah like to make that connection like same with you and your liver mm-hmm. like it blows your mind totally totally and even on the thyroid piece like people that struggle with thyroid issues often are people that have felt like their voice has been taken or that they've lost their voice in some ways or they've been silenced yes oh my gosh it's crazy yeah and and it all checks out too it does realize like oh i have the symptom like i check out like did i emotionally feel that way like you said with thyroid which i don't have that issue but even if i look at clients i'm like walk through i'm like all of these things that are popping up like align with what they're telling mm-hmm. me about the thyroid whoa you know so it's, good it's mind-boggling it like, really that is book i feel like is something that everybody should read because i think totally maybe like for us we think oh well everybody knows this you know mm-hmm. but no like yeah it is so underrepresented i think uh-huh it really is i wish more people would talk about it and i mean resource wise i don't I just go to the library and I look at any book that talks about an herb and I read it or anything traditional Chinese medicine. But the resources that have been the best have been that book by Dr. Josh Axe and then the Ancient Health Podcast. Dr. Chris Motley, you can even follow him on Instagram, but he is the expert when it comes to Chinese medicine. I mean, he is just so brilliant. And then someone else I've learned a lot from is Organic Olivia. She is brilliant oh my gosh oh she makes it so easy yes and so exciting I'm obsessed with her there's just wonderful humans yeah I know 
So we've talked about mind. We've talked about spirit. I want to talk about the body. Yeah. Okay, so in kind of align with the Ancient Remedies book, they talk a lot about herbs and mm-hmm. herbal remedies. Can you yes. dive into that? Because, you guys, the first time I talked to Lyndon, I was so oblivious to this whole other world. And she was like, oh, do you have an herb garden? I've got my herbs growing in my apartment. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Like, I had herbs growing, but I was doing them to flavor my food. Yeah. Like, there are so many other reasons you need mm-hmm. herbs. It's so crazy. Can you just, like, dump yes. your knowledge on on that I know oh. it's, a, it's a huge topic but yes I love herbs so much and it's so funny we just don't put two and two together I used to drink tea all the time and never think twice about it mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I thought it was doing I just I actually didn't even connect that it was medicinal same with cilantro or parsley I was just like yes yeah, tastes good spices and I never really realized like they are literal powerhouses for the body and they're so medicinally dense and honestly if we can just incorporate more spices into our foods we would have a whole different way of taking care of our health and it's really kind of cheap especially if you go to natural grocers and buy in bulk but I really love adaptogens and so adaptogens Uh, They increase the body's resilience against stress or stressors, whether they are mental, emotional, physical, or environmental. They help regulate and support the systems of the body in returning to a state of balance, regardless of the external or internal stressor. And I got into adaptogens because I, again, was really sick, trying to find something to help. And I found this gal who's talking about something called King Coffee. And it had reishi mushroom in it. And I was like, whatever, I don't. It seems like it helped her. So I dove into it for a month looking at all these studies, all of this research because I was like, I'm not going to fall for another multi-level marketing scheme. You know, if this isn't real, I don't want it. And anyway, everything kept checking out and reishi mushroom was really just seeming to live up to its name. And so I bought this coffee stuff and literally within a week I was seeing symptoms resolve so fast within four weeks my acne was completely gone I my eyes were always red which now I understand is liver issues but I had like really really white whites in my eyes after I think just a week um my brain fog went away after four or five months I did a gut sensitivity test and all of my gut symptoms were gone (laughs) my gut was like such a wreck and it I swear helped my leaky gut more than anything I'd ever tried mm-hmm. uh, my sleep got better my periods got better it just all around everything was like improving and I was like this stuff is it this is real stuff and so I started looking into more adaptogens and what herbs did and so I just yeah I fell in love and There's a couple of, there's multiple adaptogens and they all kind of have different roles in the body and play different parts. Um, So reishi is one of them, licorice, ashwagandha, shisandra, rhodiola, eleuthero, ginseng, holy basil, all different ones, all have different protective mechanisms, but they are so wonderful. And I really loved reishi because it will go into every single body and do something different. So if you don't need something it's not going to just like bump it up a a super high amount like you if you had taken you know a medication it would just it just overrides everything regardless but when 
adaptogens go in or herbals go in they literally are so smart and they just go into these areas of the body where they know need support and they bring support and they just raise resilience of the body in incredible ways and I also love herbs because they hold my heart in that they work on the mind body and spirit they're not just working in one linear way so they're not just working on one specific thing they work on the HPA axis which is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis and so they're affecting your nervous system they're helping regulate your nervous system they're helping your hormones they're helping your mental health they're helping your physical health they're helping your hormonal health they're helping your liver health you know they're literally helping in so many different areas and they're just so brilliant and it just made me in awe of God because I'm looking around and I'm thinking about all of this free medicine Mm -hmm. that we literally have from the ground and how it works with our bodies so essentially when you take in that herb you get its immune system so the ways that it's fighting off you know foreign invaders or it's having its own resilience you're ingesting that and you're getting that resilience think of something like dandelions dandelions are everywhere they cannot get rid of them and you wonder why like they are so resilient and so thinking about taking dandelion well, it's helping you be very resilient. And it's actually really protective against EMF, which is surprising because you'll look in these really barren places and there's dandelions everywhere. Well, dandelions are just so protective against EMF radiation. They're really, really good for detoxing the liver, helping the liver, you know, create bile and, and move out excess hormones and excess toxins and things like that. And so once I started getting into herbs, I just lit up. Because I realized that these little powerhouses do so much. And I even remember going to the store one time and I was like, I just want to tincture. You know, this is like a part of learning. I'm just like, what's the, what's the next supplement I can add to the graveyard? And I was like, I'm just going to look and see, you know, whatever one I feel drawn to. You know, connecting the mind and the, the body. And I'm just like w- kind of waiting. Some I'm like repulsed by. Don't Don't want it that's your body speaking to you Mm -hmm. and then there was one and I picked it up and I just started crying I literally just started bawling and it felt like I was getting like a hug from my mom and so I took it because I was like I must need this clearly you know and so and then what I ended up figuring out about the one that I had taken it was called motherwort and it literally is described as a hug from your mom. It's for people feeling like, um, you know, emotionally abandoned or feeling like they are lonely or feeling like they just need that maternal nurturing love from a mom. Like, it's just crazy. So I just fell in love with all of it. Wow. Well, yeah, and when you talk about the dandelions too, we view them as like weeds. Like, get rid of them. We spray them with chemicals like to kill them. And we... You know, you really can't. Like, they just keep popping up. But mm-hmm. to make that connection then with how resilient they are, yeah, that way, like, if we take that, like, our body will become resilient. Yes. Like, that connection, I'm, like, in shock. I I've know. I've never made that connection before. I know. And same, <clears throat> excuse me, same with reishi, too. Yeah. Which I, you got me on the King Coffee, and it's no joke. Like, at first, I'm like, I don't, I trust Lyndon with my life. I don't think she would be, like, oh, take this and be skinny just to make money. Like, that is not no. Lyndon at all. Yeah. So she truly, when she said, I think you should, you know, get some of this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I 
can tell significantly on days I take it, on days I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like the brain fog, but even acne. Yes. Like I'm someone that has always had acne, like for as long as I can remember. And my skin cleared up so many people. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say so many, but a lot of people are like, you're like glowing. Like, you your are skin glowing. Is glowing. And I'm like, really? Like I didn't even notice. And I'm like, I guess like that's like the one supplement I will take every single Same. day. Same. Like, uh, yeah, like a symbiotic. There's two that I always recommend. It's like reishi and then a symbiotic plus if you need it for digestive support mm-hmm. for that gut lining. But it's always that reishi. I'm like, that is like the one. Ugh, I know. I could talk about it for forever <laughs> because – and I had tried so many things. Yeah. Gosh, I tried so many things. And it was just a blessing from God. I swear it. Yeah. So I know like you had said you went to look for supplements and you just like stood there like – hoping something would kind of call your name. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you recommend to people that are like, okay, I notice I have like a deficit in something. Like I need a boost in this area of my health, which I know it's so broad, but like even walking into natural grocers, like do you buy any of those supplements? Are they good quality? Or mm-hmm. do you recommend like one brand and one brand only? What does that process look like for you? Yeah, that's a really good question. And it can be really hard because there's so many nuances with herbs and which one to get, which one not to get. I like traditional medicinals tea. I actually will break open the tea bags and then just pour the hot water over the loose leaf tea because I don't want the microplastics of the tea bag in all my stuff. But that is really just a cheap way to do it. And I just don't think the majority of people are going to go to these crazy brands and, you know, buy the really expensive supplements. So if you can go to natural grocers and get that tea bag or there are some there are some good brands Herb Farm, I think, is like a decent brand. I I wouldn't, looking back, I probably wouldn't even go to natural grocers and get tinctures anymore just because there's a lot of heavy metals that can be in herbs and you really have to be careful about that. And if they're not third-party testing them, then it could be doing more harm than good. I just like to experiment and I think sometimes like anything helps. But If I could recommend it, I would say go to third-party testing brands. Organic Olivia actually has such a fantastic line of teas and tinctures, and I would say just go to hers, (laughs) you know, honestly. Um, Raven's Moon Wellness is also a good one, and there's so many. Beauty from Ashes, really good one. But there's a ton of people that do just a really good job of creating quality supplements and tinctures and things. But just make sure that you do your research and they'll talk about it if they're testing and looking through, you know, quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk a little too about like the microplastics because mm-hmm. this is an area I thought we'd dive into, but like the EMFs, radiation, and the microplastics. I think a lot of people don't even realize like with their tea bags. Something yeah. like you're taking an herb, you know, mix or a tincture or whatever, I guess you would call that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're taking that, which is great, right? It's health supporting, but it's in a plastic bag that you're also Mm -hmm. heating. Yeah. So can you talk about like why that's important that you take that loose leaf tea then and just put it into your cup with hot water? Yeah. So if you think about it, when you leave a plastic water bottle out in the sun and it has water in it, and then you take a drink after a while, it kind of tastes like plastic Mm -hmm. actually. And so when plastic's heated it just leaches plastic into the liquid or food that it's 
encasing. And so when you have a tea bag, if there's, if it is plastic, if the bag is plastic, then it's just going to leach microplastics into your liquid. Um, and also if they bleach it or if they use any other chemical extractants or different things like that, it will get into your tea. And so I just make it simple and I just tear it and pour it in. And it's really not that big of a deal. If you have like a strainer, then you can just pour the water over the strainer and it'll strain the tea bags out. But when it comes to EMF, it's actually something I haven't dove into too much because it kind of freaks me out. And if I just get on a tangent, like I'm screwed and I'm living under the ground. Yes. Yes. It's not healthy. So I, I really again, love herbs because they, they focus so much on raising resilience. And I'm always thinking about, you know, I'm going to be exposed by to EMFs. I'm going to be exposed to all of these things in day-to-day life. What herbs can I take in so that I can raise the resilience of my body so that I'm not weak for those things to come in and, you know, set, set up shop. But EMFs are a huge problem. Obviously, we don't even really know the full extent of them. And we can't see them. And I think that's why it's really tough. But they, especially if you have chronic illness, can exacerbate the illness by a hundredfold. Especially if someone has something like mold toxicity. Say they have mold in their body. Well, the EMFs actually trigger those mycotoxins in their body to think that they're under attack. So then if you have them camping out in your body, they're going to release a thousandfold of these mycotoxins throughout your body because they think that they're under attack. So it raises all of the viruses, infections, whatever in your body to kind of multiply and grow bigger. Um, That's why if you're on your computer all day long or if you're sleeping next to your Wi-Fi router, please, please don't do that. (laughs) Please. And please don't sleep with your phone next to your head unless it's on airplane mode. But, or, you know, AirPods. Okay. You know, it's like a whole topic. It it's a whole topic. It's a whole thing we can get into. It's a whole topic. But, you know, regardless, just like being aware of like how much you're exposed to and do I feel sick after a while yeah. of having my AirPods in? How do I feel when I'm on my phone for hours and hours? Have I set my phone down today or has it been on my body the whole yeah. day? You know, so just questions like that of how can I make changes to help kind of take care of my body and again raise that resilience as much as possible yeah and I love that approach too is like we intern like we can do things for ourselves you know like we have so many factors that can contribute to our health even like air quality like Mm -hmm. but if you're building your body up you are protecting yourself and really that's like the best you can do yes um and two for people that don't know and I don't even know the full extent of EMS right but like I think too like with your phone and this is maybe something that is quirky to people that are very in tune with their body. But like if I have my phone on my body, I can feel like in that point mm-hmm. in my body, like say I like tuck it in the waistband of my pants, which I did in high school all the time. Same. Like, oh dear heavens. Have pockets. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's right by my ovaries. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, huh. Like, I know. And you can actually like, I now can like feel yeah. like internally. Totally. My body like gets sore. I don't know even know how yep. to explain it. Like with AirPods, my ears will just hurt mm-hmm. if I have my AirPods in for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's when you start becoming really in tune with your body, you build up the resist- resilience in your body, you start to notice the things yeah. that are contributing to your health maybe depleting. Totally, totally. And I mean, they've even done studies with athletes and they were trying to figure out what was going on, why their performance was lower, and they were literally just 
doing the difference of taking their Apple Watch off of how much better they performed when that Apple Watch wasn't on their arm or they were having pain in that arm that it was on and they couldn't figure it out and they took that Apple Watch out. Well, it's because they're exposed to radiation constantly in that arm. And I'm the same way. Like if I'm holding my phone for a long period of time, I start to feel like pain in my arm or just different parts of my body if it's on. I can feel it. Yeah. That's a good point. I know. Well, and I told my husband because I listened to a podcast and I will link it in the show notes because I can't on the top of my head remember what it is, but it's with Darren Olene. Okay. I believe. And he's talking all about it. And Nate was in the car with me and he had his phone in his pocket and he says like, men, like if you're thinking about like having kids, like get that phone out of your pocket. I looked over at him as (laughs) advocate. I'm like, get that phone out of your pocket. (laughs) right now yes and so now like if we're anywhere he's like Bailey your phone's in your pocket I'm like oh my gosh thank you for reminding me because I'm like we are keeping those things off of our bodies yeah which I mean that kind of we talked about in the beginning like getting your phone away from you so you can isolate and spend mm-hmm. time with yourself and with the Lord yes but also for supporting your physical health like yeah. get away from technology yeah. like spend time by yourself I feel like that kind of like came full circle totally oh my gosh it really and it it did because I was even thinking as you're saying that the thing that was so simple that did a drastic change in my day-to-day life and mental health and physical health was when I had an a.m. and p.m. routine with my phone and I said I'm not going to look at my phone until at least an hour after I wake up at least if I can go longer I'll try and go longer but I will not look at my phone for an hour at least and then when I go to bed I I used to be really good about it I used to put my phone away at like five or six and just be done with it now I'm kind of struggling but I try at least two hours before bed because my mind will race at night if I'm looking at my screen or anything like that I just can't go to bed but my quality of sleep has been a lot better since I've made those changes and those are just two simple changes it's just in the morning and at night and a lot of us like we can't even remember a time where we've turned our phone off and I think for me when I realized that I was like whoa I just want to experience way more life and I I don't want to look back and think about all the time I spent addicted to a device that really has no life in it you know what I mean Oh, I know. When I think about that, it, like I get stressed. And like, if I think back to all the moments where I was on my phone, w- rather than having conversations yeah. with the people I was with, it's like, yeah. think of that life. Like, what is your phone really doing for you? Like, yeah, you're connecting to people on there, but not in the way that you, we, we, we miss what's in front of us. Mm-hmm. But when you think about oh, most people, and like, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of this, before bed, we watch TV. Yeah. To, to unwind is what we say. It's always been something, even growing up, that we did. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but you think about, then I'm not sleeping at night. Well, what did I do before bed? Two yeah. hours before bed. I was on technology. Or when you wake up in the morning and have a piercing headache. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what did I do as soon as I woke up? Well, I looked at my phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, the blue light on your phone. Like, you know, making those connections. And totally. I think when we can, like, strip everything back and, like, make connections between what our actions are yeah. and how we're physically feeling. Like making that connection is just, it's hard. Yeah. It's not an easy process, but mm-hmm. when you can, you start to realize like, okay, there's things outside of myself. Although yes, we can build up our immunity and all of that. There's things outside of me that like 
I need to recognize I'm doing and change my actions. Totally. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. And it's so empowering. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't have to be a shameful thing. We can just have compassionate curiosity and be like, man, where are some areas in my life where things are taking over that just aren't bringing me life? And then starting to make goals for yourself and making it fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to spend an hour less on my phone and spend an hour more with a friend or read a book or go outside and walk barefoot and get sunshine in or you know whatever it may be but I think we've become so immune to the way that life has been and the way that culture is that we don't even realize that it's robbing us of life and we only get one we only get this day this hour once you know and so it it just puts into perspective of I think about when I was a kid you know I would be outside all day long. I was not on my phone. I didn't have a phone. I didn't even think about a phone, you know? And just the the fullness of life at that time when it was just so special and so undistracted and so rich. And we can have that now. We just have to be a little bit more disciplined. But again, like you said, matching those places where we can grow to, okay, this is actually in my control to do this. Like I have to choose change if I want change. Like there has to be that recognizing, humbling moment of when we're just honest and then we can just change Mm -hmm. and we can celebrate it, you know? Yeah, I absolutely agree with everything you just said. It's like in awe of what you're saying. Like, yes, like it's so empowering. It doesn't have to be a dreaded journey. Like this can be exciting and fun. And you can find so much freedom yes. you know, through it. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Yeah. Well, Linda, do you have anything else you like is on your heart that you want to just share? Honestly, if if you're someone who is just feeling inspired, I hope you feel inspired by this podcast and encouraged. If you're feeling inspired to do something, then just do something. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be everything. You know, if today you just want to go outside and walk barefoot, celebrate that. If today you want to put your phone away for 30 minutes, celebrate it. Just do the small things. It doesn't have to be everything. Don't get overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. Just begin to look at your life and say, where are the places where I could enjoy it even more? Mm -hmm. And just start making changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Well, Lennon, we have a signature question. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about our purpose and how it's not necessarily linked to a specific job or role, but rather the characteristics that you possess that allow you to live a meaningful life. Hmm. So Lyndon, what would you say is your purpose? Well, big question. Great question. Gosh, I would say to love God, to enjoy God, and to know God, Hmm. really. That's, That's what it all circles around for me. Obviously, I think there's, like, mission from there, but, yeah. Wow. That's the first response I've got like that. But you're right. Like, that is the core of everything that you go out and do. Totally. So good. Well, Lyndon, thank you so much for, yeah, spending this almost hour with me chatting. It's been so fun. And you have so much knowledge that you, yeah, you just... You just can tell how excited you get when you talk about it. And that's just so fun to see. And it's so fun to talk to you about things that I think we're both mutually just so passionate about. Totally. Well, it was so fun. Thank you for having me on. I love talking to you. I just love you. I think you're wonderful. Guys, she's the best.
She's the real deal. You're so kind. Well, thank you again. Yes. All right. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Nourish with Purpose podcast. Let's go ahead and close today's episode in prayer. So dear Lord, just thank you for Lyndon and the knowledge she was able to share with us today. I just ask that you would continue to be with the person listening to this podcast, that they would just feel inspired to and encouraged to just become passionate about their health and treating their body like it's a temple and nourishing it with good foods and nourishing their mind, body, and spirit all in one and that they just continue to recognize positive change in their life and appreciate the health that maybe they've been given or the health improvements that they start seeing as they just take care of their vessel and their temple. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. And with that, I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.